Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Friday Q&A on the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are getting into some questions from our free Facebook community. If you are not in the community yet, make sure to send me a message right away saying Facebook, and we will get you added in so that we can get you into the group and you can be the first on the list for these Q&As. So let's get into question number one right away. So question number one is why full rest on anaerobic training instead of partial rest? Because in a fight, you're never going to be able to fully recover. So why do you want to fully recover in training? So I've gotten this question a few times. And the big thing that I want to reinforce here and the big thing that I want you to understand when it comes to the anaerobic work, our goal is not to mimic a fight. Our goal is not to make you do in the strength and conditioning work what you do in a fight. Our goal is to build the physical qualities you need to perform in the fight. And the difference when I say that, the difference is building the physical quality is focused on building up your ability to be explosive for an extended period of time. Whereas mimicking the fight would mean that if you fight three five-minute rounds, your conditioning work is always three five-minute rounds. But because fights are unpredictable and there's no way to predict the exact pace, Even though three five-minute rounds is what you fight, doing a three five-minute round conditioning session isn't going to be beneficial the same way. So when we're doing the anaerobic work, that's shorter duration, maximum intensity. Our goal is not to make that look exactly like it would in a fight. Our goal is to build up your ability to maintain maximum effort. And the better your ability to maintain maximum effort is, the more you're going to be able to use that while you fight. So that's why we'll do something like 15 seconds of work followed by 60 seconds of rest. Even though you're not going to be able to rest in the middle of one of uh, in the middle of a fight, what we want to do is we want to build up your ability to maintain higher intensity or higher output for a longer duration of time without fatiguing. And if we can do that, then when you're in a fight and your ability to maintain that higher output is improved, you're going to be able to recover faster from it in less time making you that much more dangerous and in turn being able to output that much more during the fight. Excuse me. Now, question number two, what is a good off-season aerobic conditioning split? So I like that that they mentioned aerobic here because, guys, the aerobic system should be a prime focus in the off-season. Now, there's two different types of aerobic training that I do quite often with my athletes and two that I would advise you be doing as well. Number one is aerobic capacity. So I don't do as much of this because you get a lot of this within your fight, within your fight training as well. But aerobic capacity work, think longer, steady state effort. So like to put it very, very simple, one of an aerobic capacity session can be hop on a bike, add some resistance and just go for 30 minutes. 
Now, what we do more of is aerobic power work, which is shorter duration efforts at higher intensities. Not such a short duration that we're getting into the sprint or we're getting into the anaerobic side, but for example, a minute and a half of work followed by three minutes of rest. So the goal within that, the goal is to teach the body to operate at a higher speed, at a higher intensity for longer without fading, right? So the primary focus is going to be more aerobic power. And then the secondary focus of that off-season aerobic split should be aerobic capacity. So the way I would do something like this is day one, aerobic power. So intervals of 90 seconds of work followed by three minutes of rest for anywhere from four to 12 rounds. And with that four to 12 rounds too, the key is it's intensity over volume. So don't just grind out 12 rounds for the sake of grinding out 12 rounds. Focus on the intensity you can put into those rounds. So if you push at the max pace that you can push for 90 seconds, and then you take your three minutes of rest and you feel that pace starting to diminish after round four, five, six, whatever it might be, call it. Because our goal is to teach your body to regenerate energy faster. And our goal is to work at the intensity that we want you working at while you fight. So if you're barely able to move and you're just grinding out the last six rounds of that session, you're not really getting the benefit because you're working through the pain. You're actually just burning your body out more. Because the goal of the conditioning is to build the physical quality we want in the fight, which is high intensity, high pace, and being able to keep that for longer. So you doing your conditioning work when you're dead ass tired isn't giving you the benefit that you think it is. Start focusing on what you're actually putting into every round, not just how many rounds you can do. So I would do that for day one. Day two, I would do a steady state session. So hop on a bike, 30 minutes, just go. And again, it should be at a like, eight out of 10 kind of intensity of a pace. It should be hard, you should be sweating, but it shouldn't be pushing at such a high pace that you can't maintain it for 30 minutes. And then day three, I would do another similar aerobic power session. Maybe switch up the exercises, make it like a minute of work and two minutes of rest instead of a minute 30 and three minutes and keep that same four to 12 rounds of work. Now, advice on getting sponsored. This is a fun one because this is something that I feel like a lot of athletes do not understand much about. And when I talk to athletes about this, I get a lot of kind of similar excuses and similar things from them. You know, when I talk about better using social media or how to get sponsored or things like that, I get the automatic, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't understand any of that stuff. And guys, neither did I. But when I started as a business, I understood that being online is going to be very important. And this is the same kind of thing for you. Guys, if you are a fighter and you are trying to build a career in this industry, you are a business. Whether you want to be or not, you are a business. And a big part of that business is going to be people actually caring about that business. When I started coaching, I had no social media presence whatsoever. And that wasn't that long ago. Like, I have 17.1 thousand followers, I think, right now on Instagram. And six months ago, I had 1,200. And six months before that, I had like 400. So this doesn't just come overnight. But a piece of advice, number one, if you are trying to get sponsored as an athlete, is get used to the idea of being online. You need to have a podcast where you go live five times a week and post twice every single day and do all that. No, not necessarily. But you need to have some kind of presence online. Why? 
Because if a company wants to potentially sponsor you and they go to your profile and you have eight followers and no posts and no one is engaging or anything like that with anything that you're doing, why are they going to give you money? Oh, I'll promote you on social media. Cool. To your eight followers. No one cares. And like, that sounds harsh, but no one cares. Nobody cares about getting a Facebook post or an Instagram post from somebody that has no reach on Instagram. So if you want to get sponsored, start building up your social media, because if a, if a company is going to choose between sponsoring somebody with 20,000 followers and sponsoring somebody with a couple hundred and the person with 20,000 followers gets a ton of engagement on all their posts, they're talking about their current sponsors already. That company is going to go with that person because that's going to be more worth the investment. So simply by starting to build your social media, you're going to make your name more worth sponsoring. Number two, and this actually probably should have been priority number one, actually be clear on what the sponsorship entails. There's nothing worse than when I see an athlete say, looking for sponsors, DM me for more information. Because now what you're telling the business owner is, hey, I want your money and I want you to message me to tell, like, to ask me about how I can take your money. I'll tell you from being a business owner, I work hard for my money. I don't want to give it away. If there is a worthwhile investment that I can make in an athlete, I'm more than happy to make it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to ask you how I can give you my money for a sponsorship. But if that same athlete, instead of DM me for more info, sends and says, hey, this is exactly what you're going to get. This is exactly why it's going to benefit you. And this is how much it's going to cost you. Now I'm going, oh, I just have one decision to make. Is that worth it or is it not? Whereas with the first scenario, I've got to ask myself, hmm, do I actually want to DM him? And then if they do, if I do DM, I've got to ask myself, okay, well, if he DMs me back, like, what's my limit as far as like, you know, do I want to spend this much on a sponsorship or anything like that? Like, you're making me do all the work to give you money. That doesn't work. Whereas if you come at it and you're like, hey, this is how I'm looking to take athletes onto my team, uh, take sponsorships onto my team. This is what you get. This is why it benefits you. These are my other sponsors that can tell you that they're really happy with what they're getting from me. This is how much it's going to cost you. Are you in or are you out? Now, it's a much easier decision to make. So if you want to get sponsored, number one, be on social media. I know you might not like it. In the beginning, I didn't either, but it's the way of the world with how to build a business now. And number two, be clear on what you're offering. If you, have, if you want a sponsor, you need to be able to tell them, this is what you get and this is how much it costs. Plain and simple. Now... <clears throat> excuse me next question what is my favorite part of what i do so this is an awesome question and it made me think a lot and honestly my favorite part of what i do is the changes that i can see in athletes so often i have athletes start with me and you know they come in with like oh i've been doing all of these different types of programs and i've tried this and i train seven days a week and i'm doing all of this stuff but when i perform i just don't have that gas tank behind me and so they come to me often with a lot of confidence issues, a lot of difficulties. And the thing that makes me happiest is being able to take an athlete like that, help actually educate them on the proper ways to train, see the physical benefits that they see, see the mental benefits that they see, and then see the change we can make in their career and how that actually affects their future. 
And yeah, that is my favorite part of what I do. So guys, that is the Q&A for today. I saw one more question come in, so we are going to get to that one as well. And then we are going to wrap it up because I've got a lot going on this afternoon, so I can't stay, unfortunately, as long as I usually do. All right, um, we're going to check out this question. So if someone is thinking to start a career as an MMA fighter, what things should he have to keep in his mind always? So number one with this is it's going to be freaking hard. Like if you want to start a career at a high level in anything, it's going to be very, very hard. You're going to have days that you want to quit. You're going to have days that you're not sure if you're doing the right things. Like a career as an athlete is a 1% lifestyle. And if you want the, if you want the spoils of the 1% lifestyle, the money, the friend, like whatever else, the fame, all of that, You've got to understand that you don't get that without crazy amounts of hard work, crazy amounts of sacrifice in the back end. So it's like number one is ask yourself, do I want the lifestyle or do I want the benefits of the lifestyle? Right. Because if you're just in it because you want glory, you're not going to get there. But if you're in it because you can learn to actually love the process of what it's going to take to get there, then you'll get there. So that would be my first thing that you need to have on your mind at all times if you were trying to make your career as a fighter. And honestly, other than that, health and longevity. Like, I see a lot of young athletes that get so stuck in, so stuck in like the ego mindset of like trying to prove that they can, they can spar harder than anybody and they can push harder than anybody and they're the hardest worker in the room and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I get it. But also, if you want to do this long term, you got to understand you've only got one brain, you've only got one body. And if you're going hard in the gym every single day, sparring every day, getting hit in the head a bunch, taking pride in, you know, your war sparring rounds all the time, you're not going to be able to do this for a long time. And if you're not able to do this for a long time, cool, you were a beast, but nobody actually got to see it. And then finally, the third and final thing I'm going to say on what you need to have in your head at all times is you need to understand that the mental side of the game is just as important, if not more important than the physical side. If you are a young athlete listening to this and you think, I'm just going to show up to the gym every day and work hard and that's going to get me to the top, understand that that is what literally every other young athlete that wants to get to the top is thinking. They're showing up to the gym every day saying, I'm just going to work super hard and I'll get there. And it's not enough to separate you. You've got to be willing to make the sacrifices that other people aren't willing to make. You've got to be willing to make the investments in yourself that other people aren't willing to make. You've got to be willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do. And your work ethic is not it. The work ethic is important. You're not going to get there without it. But you need more than just the ability to work hard to make this long term. So, guys, that is it. That is all. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you got some good value from this. If you did, I'd love to know what it was. Make sure to shoot me a DM across any of my social media channels. And as always, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around, 
make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.